Assalamu alaikum. My name is Alia, and this is my lovely dear friend and vice chair of the Manitoba Islamic Association Board, Tasneem Bali. Assalamu alaikum, everybody, and uh, thank you for tuning in. We're happy you can join us on the eve and the final night of 2020. It has been a challenging year, but we're hopeful for what has to come. As Allah says, verily, heart with sorry with ease with hardship comes ease. New Year brings a sense of renewal and goals. And I don't know about you, Taz, um, but I am a TED Talk junkie. And many times their speakers talk about intentional living, short-term goals, long-term goals. And in order to live intentionally, they often talk about starting with doing an inventory check of skills gained and accomplishments made taking stock of accomplishments achieved will bolster our confidence, remind us of our abilities and leverage the hope and creativity for the upcoming year. So tonight we have a program jam packed with guest speakers that will remind us of our accomplishments as a community, have inspirational reminders from our elders and we will serve up some entertainment as well. Uh, thank you, Alia. And you're absolutely right. Uh, Tonight is a night that we can reflect. It's a night for inspiration and giving. Um, actually, tonight is uh, perfect because we're about four months or so away from Ramadan when we, you know, I call it our training boot camp. So this is a perfect night to actually take stock of, um, you know, what we have achieved and what we would like to do. Uh, many of our initiatives uh, and our guests will be talking about uh, tonight the different programs that we could obviously have not been possible uh, without the energy and the generosity of everybody in the community. So tonight, we hope you further uh, support the community and start the year strong. Tonight, we hope you will bid farewell to 2020 on a high note of giving. Uh, Alia, what do you think? Uh, let's try and predict. What do you think the community will be giving tonight? Will they be generous? I have never been disappointed by this community. Mashallah, we are a very generous a prairie community. I think we can actually reach 20K tonight. Okay, let's do it. 20K is our goal. If we exceed it, that would be fabulous. And I know we always, always exceed our expectations. Um, operators are standing by to take your calls. The number to reach them is 204-256-1347. Before we begin, uh, now let's start with the formal part of our program. I would like to welcome uh, Sister Asya Khan to start our evening off with a Quran recitation. Asya is born and raised in Winnipeg and is a second year student at the University of Manitoba. Welcome, Asya. And her interests include reading, which we know, and also uh, history and politics, right? Um, and I know she loves to debate. So uh, welcome, Asya, and uh, over to you. Thank you for having me. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu sta'inu bis-sabri wa-salah Inna allaha ma'as-sabirin Wala taqoolu liman yuqtalu fi sabi'lillahi yamwaat Bal ahya'u ولكن لا تشعون 
وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ الذين إذا أصابتهم مصيبة قالوا قالوا إنا لله وإنا إليه راجعون أولئك عليهم صلوات من ربهم ورحمة وأولئك هم المهتدون O you who believe, seek help with patient perseverance and prayer, for Allah is with those who patiently persevere. And say not of those who are slain in the way of Allah they are dead. No, they are living, though you perceive it not. Be sure we shall test you with something of fear and hunger, some loss in goods or lives or the fruits of your toil, but glad tidings to those who patiently persevere. Who say when afflicted with, with calamity, to Allah we belong and to Him is our return. They are those on whom descend blessings from Allah and mercy, and they are the ones that receive guidance. Sadaqallah al Azim. It's you. Thank you, Asya, for taking the time uh, to being with us. We wish you and your family a very blessed year. Now for our first speaker. It's, he's very much known to our community. Sheikh Ismail has been in Winnipeg for over 30 years, serving in various capacities with the Manitoba Islamic Association. He currently is the chair of MIA FIC Council. We are so fortunate to have him with us tonight to share words of wisdom and inspiration and are grateful to his family for sharing his time with us. Welcome, Sheikh Ismail. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, salatu salamu ala Sayyidina Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wa ala amma ba'd. My dear brothers and sisters, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I hope and I pray you and your loved ones are in the best shape of health and iman. And I pray uh, that instead of talking to each other virtually that soon inshallah we'll be able to meet face to face and have a brotherly and sisterly conversation. Now it is a privilege and a blessing to be a believer, to be a Muslim, to be a follower of Prophet Muhammad, may the peace and blessing be upon him. And being a believer is more than belonging to a community or having a name or having parents who are Muslims. Being a believer, as explained by a great scholar of Islam, Imam al-Hassan al-Basri, who said that belief has two components. One is the component of having the belief deep, deeply entrenched in your mind and your, your heart. And the second component is translating the belief into actions. 
And if we read the Quran, we find across the Quran verses upon verses that describe the qualities and the behaviors and the traits of believers. So if you open the second page of the Quran, few verses down, you will find one of the qualities of believers is that they spend from what Allah bestowed upon them. And if you go throughout the Quran, chapter after chapter, you'll find this quality of believers mentioned everywhere. The quality of giving, a quality of sharing, all the way until the last few pages of the Quran, you'll find this concept of giving, the concept of sharing mentioned many, many times. So it's part of who we are, part of our faith is to always give, to always share. And in our understanding, giving and sharing does not diminish our wealth. On the contrary, it increases our wealth. It puts greater blessing in what we have. Now I'd like to share with you one interesting verse in the Quran where Allah the Almighty says, describing righteous and good people, So one of their qualities is that they spend at times of prosperity and at times of scarcity or at a time of hardship. So the spending quality is part of who they are, regardless of what the circumstances is. Now, giving generally is always difficult. In fact, there is a saying of the Prophet that says, and this is a metaphor, that when you give, it's like you're pulling something from the jaws of 70 devils. So it's difficult to give always. We, all whenever we want to spend, there is always something that, you know, comes to, to the mind to discourage us from giving. So giving generally is difficult and it's even more difficult at times of difficulty and hardship. So this verse is telling us times of difficulty and hardship is not time to withhold back, rather still continue to give, continue to share, continue to donate. Now in the Quran, we find another verse that gives us the acts of virtues, the highest types of virtues. And one of them is feeding or sharing in a day or in a time of shortage, in a time where there isn't enough food, where everybody is trying to keep whatever they have to themselves. So sharing at this time, a difficult time, is considered to be one of the highest acts of righteousness or one of the highest virtues in Islam. So as we all know, my dear brothers and sisters, we are going through some difficult times. 
And many of us, or some of us have lost their jobs. Some of us have lost their savings, their investments, and their income has been greatly reduced. So definitely it's a challenging and difficult times. But in our Islamic tradition, we are told that when we are faced with calamity, the way, one way to end that calamity is to give charity. And there are many sayings of the Prophet ﷺ. In fact, historically, people, when they are ill, when they face difficulties, they give charity. Because we see charity as a remedy. So this crisis that we are going through, yes, vaccines will help. But also as vaccines, we need the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And ultimately, things are resolved by the will of Allah. So giving sadaqah, giving charity, a way to get out of the crisis that we are in. So my dear brothers and sisters, with all the difficulties that we are going through, this is not the time to hold back. Rather, still we should be giving everybody according to their ability and to their capacity. And if we were to get out of this crisis of this pandemic, as believers, one thing we have to do is to give charity, to give sadaqah, as mentioned in various sayings of the Prophet ﷺ. Further to this, we as a community have a history of always coming forth and sharing and giving what we have. We as a community did not have a mosque 60 years. We were worshiping in church basements. We have come a long way. We have so many institutions, so many schools, so many mosques. And all of that is by the generous giving and by the generous donations of all the brothers and sisters who were here before us in our wonderful community. So our institutions, our mosques are going through difficult times. Most of our donations come from the donations that people make when they come for Juma prayer, for the regular prayers. And since that's not happening now, that's definitely impacting uh, the revenue of our mosque. And it's important that we all come forward and not forget that we have institutions that still need our donation and our generous giving. And let's not forget that because the mosque is closed, that nothing is happening there. Funerals are still happening. People are calling for counseling. They are calling for family disputes and issues. And as you know, with all the crisis we are having with coronavirus, with corona situation, there are many families who are going through some difficult times. So providing services to them, uh, counseling them, mediating, 
And all of these kinds of services are happening behind the scenes and your support is definitely important. And let's remember, my dear brothers and sisters, that giving for a good cause is not a favor that we do to anyone. It's a favor that we do to ourselves first and foremost, but also to our family and our children. The best investment we can make is an investment in the path of Allah. Charity, it's good for us, it's good for our children, it's good for our family. I hope, inshallah, we will all come forth today and everyone, according to their capacity, will give. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect you and to protect all your loved ones. And I pray that soon we shall gather in our mosques to meet and to chat and have our regular uh, social gatherings. Thank you for listening. Jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Uh, Jazakallah khair. Thank you, Sheikh Ismail. It's always, always great to hear from you. Um, you. And uh, you had a very good uh, reminder. Part of your talk was even though the masjid might be physically closed, there's so much going on. Uh, and to support all of that, the community really needs to get together and, uh, you know, give so that we can have all our virtual programming, we can uh, do the Friday reminders, we could do the HIPS program. Uh, we have a lot of fun stuff going on. If you're just arrived to the programming and joined us, uh, welcome and thank you for joining us and spending time. There's a lot more going, going to happen tonight in the program. And uh, just as a reminder, our operators are standing by. So if you would like to pick up the phone and call and make a donation, it's 204-256. What 1347, or you can e transfer through give at miaonline.org. Um, and uh, again, just a reminder December 31st is uh, the tax year, so if you give tonight, it will be included in the tax year, and that will help MIA start and um, on a very strong note for the next year. And we have a lot of fun and engaging stuff to look forward to. Uh, our opening of our funeral facility, returning to the mosque, inshallah, soon in 2021, and Ramadan and Eid. So uh, as you're joining us for a year in review, uh, we have something exciting for you um, to uh, indulge your sweet tooth and also hopefully not have to cook dinner some night. There are local Muslim businesses that support us always, and they have been very generous with donating their products as a gift for our event tonight. So there are prizes, many, many prizes up for grabs. So um, I'm gonna ask my uh, team, my IT team, which I have, um, to put up the first one, which is Nawara's Kitchen. And this is win one of four main courses. It's authentic Syrian dishes. They're absolutely finger licking good. They are amazing. So the starting bid for them is $50 for one main course and there are four up for grabs. So um, please, uh, you know, support MIA and be generous and you get a treat out of it. Um, the next one IT team is the barbecue hut Pakistani grill. 
and they are giving us five prizes. It is a dinner for four uh, and amazing food. So they will be giving a uh, chicken karai and four pieces of buttered naan. The chicken karai is chicken cooked in a tomato with spices and garnished, of course, with fresh ginger and chili or, you know, as you could see. And the bid starts at $50 for one meal. And there are five meals up for grabs. Um, the third one is Tamara Dates. And as you know, dates are um, the Prophet loved dates and dates are amazing. Um, so it's a date pop box. The value of e the box is $40 and the starting bid is $50. Um, these are dates that are coated differently and they are actually very delicious. They literally melt in your mouth. Um, and the last but not least, obviously, is a celebration nine inch cake from Selma for a gift basket. Um, and I have tried her cakes. They are very, very good. They are, they are works of art and they taste even better. The cake is a uh, $100 value and the starting bid is $150. So uh, it's this is how it works. I hope you have it ready. Um, so on your Facebook, on MIA's Facebook page, below the picture of any one of these, uh, you can put in your bid. The auctions will stay open until midnight and then a winner will be announced. The people uh, with the highest bid win the prize and MIA will contact the winner. So there's many, many prizes, four main courses, five dinners, one date box and one cake. Um, of course, the caveat is you have to share them all with Ali and myself, yeah, especially the dates and the cake. Uh, so before we move on to our next uh, speaker, I would like to thank uh, Dr. Mohammed Sheikh Iqbal, for donating $5,000. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless him and his family. So we have $5,000 out of the 20. Alia, what do you think? I'm excited. Yes, I'm very excited. Let's do this. Is We've only about 40 minutes in and we have uh, what one fourth of it going. So our next guest, I would like to introduce you without further ado, is uh, a leader and an elder in the community. He is very well known by everybody and loved equally. Um, locally and nationally. He is known for his volunteering, for his generosity, for his philanthropy. Um, just Amutasi is a name that comes to mind when I think anybody needs advice or help. And he's always there. He always is available for us. His family has lived in Winnipeg for over 50 years. And we're uh, fortunate to have him with us tonight. Uh, welcome, Amu. How, Assalamu alaikum. How are you? Uh, you need to unmute, I think, Amu. Okay, assalamu alaikum, Amu. How are you? Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. No problem. It's a pleasure, and why not? I mean, this is this is uh, our um, our mosque, our community. Uh, it's a Sheikh Ismail, mashallah. He, uh, as usual, he said uh, everything need to be said today at the night about giving, and there is no doubt. Uh, this is what we're here for, and that's what we're here night for. Uh, he talked about when we, when we, um, uh, when we were uh, praying in churches, when we were praying in the University of Manitoba, where we had. Uh, um, first of all, before, before I do that, uh, I wanted to say Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Mursaleen, Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala Ali wa sahbi ajma'in. I have uh, I have actually uh, uh, 
got a dua and I, I love this dua and this is uh, uh, talking uh, or, or um, going to talk about um, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, uh, to give us today the strength to reach whatever we wanted to reach and to do whatever our community requires from us. So I'm going to say dua in Arabic, inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allahumma anta al-Qareeb wa anta al-Sahib wa al-Habib wa anta al-Wahid al-Mujib wa anta al-Shafi al-Tabib wa anta ta'lamu ma nurid. Allahumma arham da'afana wa amin raw'ana wa sa'ad kulubana wa farraj humuna wa asraf anna ma yuqliquna wa yuqakir sawfana wa zuqna sabran jameela. Brothers and sisters, uh, yes, we, uh, we've been here for 52 years. Uh, yes, we have um, been part of the community on a small scale, on a larger scale, and, and many, many, many uh, advantages, maybe some, no disadvantages, nothing, no disadvantage when you're with the community and with the crowd. Um, that's, uh, actually, that's what I wanted to ask you, Amu, is as, as a business person and as a philanthropist, you're on many, many boards in the city. Um, what, uh, what, ha what have been the challenges, uh, you know, generally for you? Well, you know, there's all the challenge in life in there. What, you know, when we started the masjid, as you know, uh, as somebody knows and a lot of us know, we were, t we were 10 families only in Winnipeg. And the 10 families were capable and able with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to start the masjid in Hazelwood. And this is a blessing from Allah that 52 years ago to be able to do something like this with 10 families. And we were able to support that uh, thing. And families grew uh, one after another. And today we thousands and thousands and thousands of families. The challenges in, in, in our community, uh, or my, uh, if you were asking me about myself in there, uh, there's a lot of challenges. I, uh, I, I've been with the same company for 52 years, by the way. I came to the same job, and I'm leaving only that. When I leave, is only the only job I'm, I'm going to be finishing and retire. But we don't know, maybe next year, maybe other. So the challenges are always you're dealing with different people, you're dealing with different uh, communities in there. Uh, I, as a Muslim, uh, I, I was just must, I must say, nobody ever dealt with me in a larger scale in a families unless with a handshake only. Never. A lot of them said, "We don't need a contract with you, Abdul. We don't need a contract with you. Um, your word is good as gold in there, and Masha. we uh, we enjoy dealing be, dealing with you." Um, they all knew I'm a Muslim, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, and uh, I, I earned the respect from a lot of people in the, in, 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 uh, in, uh, the larger community, um, uh, our community and larger community. But it's important to, to know, you know, when you, uh, when you say who you are and what you believe is and what your thoughts about others are, you get a lot of respect from the other community. And that's what I earned in my life in there. And I'm proud to say that's why I'm, I'm a lot of um, uh, boards. Yes, I'm a lot of boards. I'm, I'm, I'm lieutenant colonel in the army as well, serving. I am one of the foundation. I'm many, many, many. Uh, but what made me proud is to, to see the measure continues to grow and prosper. That's what makes me happy. Yes, we build a lot of things. We build the school, you know, and I, I was... Uh, 
you know, part of the building the school, alhamdulillah, and uh, our school today, 26 years old. And this is thanks to the people who trusted us with their kids to start with, with nine kids. And today we have 250 kids. And this is, you know, uh, this is the community is uh, a, a blessed. We are blessed to have a community like, uh, like ours in there to believe always in uh, teaching Islam in there. And we have a waiting list and we should be proud to say our community is doing well in that respect in the Islamic teaching and Quran Arabic, plus other many other schools, the, the other schools, uh, the weekend schools, and that I, I uh, you know, I commend them for, for, for what they're doing, and I thank them from the bottom of my heart for what the, the Lord they, they're carrying also. So to to tell you is uh, what's happening in our community, alhamdulillah, is doing well. But as, as Brother Smail said, Brother Sheikh Smail said in there, because we don't see those boxes in there in the community, uh, <coughs> when we go to the masjid, we were not able to go. You you got to be reminded. And this is a tonight is a good reminder for all of us in there, for all of us to give. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I just, um, with your experience, and you said there were 10 families, and mashallah, you guys were uh, so key in growing the community and building blocks like a masjid, a school, um, establishing relationships of trust with uh, the larger community, right? Yes. In your opinion, uh, what are some key things that you've learned throughout life? Maybe like the top three to maintain resiliency, to maintain hope, uh, because a lot of people lose hope, right, during this time? Well, I mean, if, if you're talking about with the virus this time and there, I think this is, shouldn't we, we shouldn't lose hope. This is, we should remind ourselves in there, this is from came down with the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to lift it with his mercy. We should not lose hope in there, but we say to, to ourselves in there, uh, uh, this waba or this virus in there, it had happened before, but we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, lots of us, most of the community is safe. You know, our community is safe from this waba. Uh, you're, you're asking your question, what did we learn from that? I think we learned a lot. We learned um, to be patient, uh, to take orders as the, the, the government asked us right. to do. In Ramadan, we have the patience to not eat and to take uh, to take uh, time not to uh, to um, be angry and not to do things in there we're not supposed to do. That's what the siyam or that's what the fasting teaches us. And this one, I think, it taught us a lot of things and taught our kids a lot of things. That's my belief in there. Um, uh, did did that uh, do a lot of uh, do damage to the community? I don't think so. I think uh, everybody. The only damage did in there being away from the school, being away from the uh, from the mosque. Uh, this is hard when you see you don't see the person, you know, face to face and say, you know, salam. And Rasulullah I, 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 do you want me to tell you something? It, it's a very great in there. salam Say salam. You know, and uh, so we do it right now via computer or via Zoom or right. whatever it is, and that's fine. Uh, but it's not at the larger community. Not everybody is joining. Not when you go to Salat al-Jum'ah, you see, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. Right. 
So what I learned over the years, if you were asking on the large community, I learned to be the faith. Our faith is a, is a fantastic. And when you tell the people our belief and our faith, you have a lot of respect and you gain a lot of ground. A lot Absolutely. you gain a lot of ground. Absolutely. When, you, when you stick to what you believe in, truly. Yeah. And that's why this 50 years, two years in there, in that company I am running in there for that long in there. I've been a successful, alhamdulillah, and even with this, what happened this year, uh, we have not lost the one person to the to the uh, virus, and we had a full staff, 115 people, uh, continuous, uh, because we do an essential product for the government of Canada, the gowns, the masks, and a lot of things. And uh, so we had a we had a full staff, alhamdulillah, and nobody got uh, got hurt or got affected with the virus. So um, just uh, to, uh, I know you already said your, you shared your dua. I was going to ask you to share your dua at the end, but you shared it in the beginning, yes, which will, is fine, I will, absolutely. I will share another dua at the end. Okay, so um, just in closing, you're sharing your dua and just, uh, you know, your hope for the future very quickly um, so that we're inspired um, because of the resilience of our elders. Uh, it gives us hope, right, for the future. Inshallah, inshallah, that we all be as long as we are alive, and that's what we're teaching my family and there to do that to continue on the same path. And I have somebody here from the family, I saw him there's a donation today, and we need to do something. But so he says he's gonna do something with the donation. We'll reveal, we'll reveal that not on public, we'll, we'll reveal that at the end of the day to you. But, okay. <laughs> well, you can bid on you can bid on the dates and the dinners. Uh, those are yeah, amazing. So that's okay. The, I'm gonna leave the bidding to others. There'll be a some <laughs> plot coming from the from my wife. Okay, Jazakallah okay, khair. As always, Jazakallah khair as always. And just a very you're closing dua and uh, thank you so much for joining us. So Inshallah. you're closing dua. Inshallah. Today now you want to close dua? Yes, today? please. Or, yes. Or, aren't you coming? Uh, no, no other speaker uh, we will have uh, other speakers but i'm not sure if you are available for the whole time or not so if you want to do uh, your I, dua. I, I will be i'll be saying and i'll do the dua at the, at the end okay can we have yeah. him at the end yeah absolutely Perfect. i, I, I just uh, was being told that somebody's going to give five thousand dollars yet oh we had a five thousand dollars so another one mashallah that's amazing Four five thousand they said they told me okay Okay. Perfect. Okay, so we will patch you in at the end as well. Okay, inshallah. Thank you, Ammu. Over to Alia. Thanks for that, Ammu. Uh, so many ways to describe this past year. Hey, Tasneem? Yes, absolutely. So um, just uh, very unpredictable, very I want to say. Very unpredictable. Exactly. And when I think of certain adjectives to describe uh, MIA in this past year, I adaptability and creativity come to mind. How about you? What do you think about that? Yes, I didn't think we could go virtual so fast. Mm -hmm. um, and now that we're virtual, uh, sometimes I think is why didn't we do this before? Like, why didn't we adapt to this before? And why didn't I buy stock in Zoom before? But <laughs> <laughs> but you have your calling. <laughs> but um, 
yes, I, I think adaptability and I think gauging the needs of the community where the community says, okay, you know, we need something. The Friday reminders, I think, going online. Um, and we realize it's not just during the pandemic. There are seniors who we could not touch and they couldn't come to the masjid. Absolutely. So now they have access to that and something that we could continue. We now have an yeah. IT team that's dedicated. So, so many things have developed. So many blessings have come from this, I think. Absolutely. And, you know, this past Ramadan was one of those things that we were so afraid of. We weren't sure of how we we're going to cope because we're so accustomed to our messages full of people and and sharing, you know, meals together. And, and Ramadan was truly transformed, not just by virtual programs, but the iftar drive through. Um, that was an amazing feet of initiatives of organizations that came together and did such great collaboration work. And um, our next guest is Brother Farza Khan. He, he, Brother Farza, if I could, Faraz, sorry, Faraz Khan, you know, I used to see him all the time at the masjid. If there is a familiar face, it was him and his family, mashallah. And since the closure of the mosque, Brother Faraz still found ways to volunteer and help. And this past Ramadan iftar drive through was led by him and other volunteers and other uh, leaders of those organizations. So we wanted to welcome Brother Faraz tonight and, and have a conversation about that initiative. Thank you, Brother Faraz, for being with us tonight. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Um, so I mentioned that this this initiative you folks took uh, care of was widespread within the city. You, MIA and other organizations made an effort to make sure that all sectors of Winnipeg were reaching this amazing program. Talk to us a bit about that. Yeah, for the program, when we, like we do last two years too, uh, before this uh, drive-through, two years or three years, and then when we heard there's no mosque is open and no nothing after program or no so then we my team all cptc all we sit together and we try to do something and then the guys to, and we make a plan to do the drive through mm -hmm. and it's in the beginning we we thinking too how this possible and the thing but we try and then we talk to the mia too then all give us support from the community and the, all volunteers especially they they say okay whatever you guys want we can do as much as i can we can so well, that's amazing how many volunteers did you have we have uh, like a uh, almost 25 volunteer but there's uh, like uh, every time like a uh, shifts like uh, like 10 uh, volunteer comes to the like one day and the next day different volunteers so mm -hmm. What did the the initiative entail? Like uh, a food preparation? How, how many people were involved in getting that ready? Like uh, we, uh, because we allow only for whoever do the like certified uh, cooking. So like mm -hmm. a barbecue hut and opal catering and the uh, zone pizza and other pizza pizza mm -hmm. and different a uh, couple more businesses they give the like donation to. And they support and barbecue had uh, make uh, almost every day the food. Oh, mashallah. And we, like uh, from here in the Waverly Mosque, we distribute around like 250 to around 300 boxes every day. Every night. Uh, every night, every alhamdulillah. And plus we send it to in downtown around 150 
every day right. plus we deliver to home like uh, some people don't have cars or they don't have ride or old people or who don't have a uh, no ride or nothing so we deliver to the homes too and we saw like a uh, there's a like four uh, our volunteer for just dedicate for the deliveries they have all names address mm-hmm. and phone numbers and they deliver there too alhamdulillah mashallah so you were not only tapping all areas of the city but you were also providing mm-hmm. accessibility for those who didn't have the needs of transportation uh, 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 yeah alhamdulillah for that um so you you mentioned almost 400 meals a night yeah more than like a 200 like that. like 300 i'd say in waverly and 150 is in downtown yeah. and around 40 uh, boxes to be delivered at home okay amazing so yeah. given that feat that's that's a that's an amazing number every night having to have mm-hmm. uh, supper ready for fasting families yeah. uh, what were the challenges challenges is food gathering okay, because we don't know how many people is coming right yeah, yeah. like like in the beginning we order only like a 250 boxes okay first we decide 200 boxes but then couple of people say you know what we will put extra 50 more but in like 20 minutes all gone not oh, even yeah, 20 minutes yeah. alhamdulillah every day like we would done in like 15 to 20 minutes not even That's- more than half an hour Yeah, I remember so, seeing the lineup down Waverly. Yeah, and Alhamdulillah, all volunteer do like they knows what they have to do, and okay. we finish the lineup like from the like from Waverly to like till Bison Drive, and we were done in like twenty minutes. Alhamdulillah, and couple of business guy like Pizza Pizza and Kalazon uh, guys. Yeah, we sometimes we ask those guys or barbecue head for the like extra delivery for urgent notice. they deliver like a like in half an hour and then people is waiting there so you were saying like last minute there yeah. was a need yeah. and those yeah. those businesses were ready and willing to give yes mashallah alhamdulillah uh, so what's your proudest moments about the service what are you most proud about it mm, i'm proud of especially volunteer <laughs> alhamdulillah alhamdulillah they and also like uh, all uh, business whoever give us the business alhamdulillah yeah and the, and the MIA yeah <laughs> they give That's the true. is yeah is next year going to be a drive through inshallah inshallah and for me for uh, for my opinion and the, all my team opinion we will even inshallah will be even this good everything is good yeah. we we try to be do same thing every year mm-hmm. Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. Yeah. You know, like you said, the the biggest asset we have in our community is the generosity with time and yes. finance and, and expertise. Like yeah. yourself, now that you've done it after this year and the year before, you're able to get the turnaround. You have the experience. So just like for your time. No honestly. problem. Do you have any last minute or last comments that you want to make uh, about your hope for the future? Like we will try to do the next year too, and we will try to make the food inside the MIA kitchen, inshallah. inshallah. And we will, I will ask to people keep uh, donate more, and honestly, and that's it. Jazakallah khair. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. No Give problem. Give my thanks to your family, and uh, yeah, well. we look forward to seeing you in the new year, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. 
So the Manitoba Islamic Association provides many services and support. So you just heard Faraz, a brother, uh, talk about some of the services they provided in a time of need, right? We had to adapt and be creative and make sure that there was accessibility for folks to get iflar. Um, so in its existence, uh, MIAs stems from all of us collectively supporting one another, right? Brother Faraz talked about the power of volunteers, people willing to stand up and do the work and or donate. Sometimes we can't always volunteer, but giving that dollar is in a sense our way of being a part of the services and programs being provided. So in the past year alone, MIA helped grieving families through very different process in caring for our deceased loved ones and guided by health orders and advice, safe uh, procedures to help families say goodbye are all thanks to you, right? So your ongoing donations, your ongoing volunteers who run that so a service and with the, the staff that we have on site, we can't do this without everybody's helping hand. So your financial support equipped MIA with resourcing staff and experienced volunteers who serve us all in these trying times. So keep that in mind when you're giving that dollar. Sometimes we can't physically be in a space to give our time, but really our dollar is that way of going the further distance. So to just show you how much all of us have accomplished in this past year as a community. Here's a brief video about uh, all the accomplishments MIA and yourself as a community have achieved. We are so grateful for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's gift of community. Our community came together in unprecedented ways to be a force for good. Throughout it all, we maintained a spirit of solidarity, resilience, and hope. At the center of community, there was MIA, a vehicle for faith in Allah and service to fellow humans. MIA took the lead to ensure community safety all the while keeping us connected as much as possible. While we could not always gather, the good of community reached us through innovative virtual programs, supports for those in need, food distribution, mental health support, and financial assistance. Mosque closures were not a time for rest. Many improvements were made to our masjids. As a challenging year draws to an end, our hearts go out to all of those who lost loved ones, to those who are ill, and to those who felt challenged in isolation. We are all in this together. From the depths of our hearts, thank you to all our volunteers, staff, donors, business and community partners. MIA, deeply connected, standing strong. SubhanAllah, definitely something we can all be proud of. Our past year is a proof of our collective strength. So operators are still standing by to take your calls and your donations. That number again is 204-256-1347. And if you want to donate in an easier way, you can e-transfer at give at miaonline.org. Sorry, I'm mixing up my, my language here. Uh, now on to our next guest. It's a festive time of year, so we're pleased to have 
Brother Muhammad Abdullah fill our homes with beautiful sounds of Nasheed. Brother Muhammad is 28 years old and a local real estate agent. Welcome, Muhammad. Thank you so much. Salaamu Alaikum, everyone. Well, uh, I'm 28. <laughs> Anyways, um, Salaamu Alaikum. Rasulullah Wa sallam alayka ya habib Tu shahe khuba, tu jane jana, tu shahe khuba, tu jane jana, hai chehra ummul kitab tera. Tu shahe khuba, Tu jane jana hai chehra ummul kitab tera Na ban saki hai, na ban sakega Na ban saki hai, na ban sakega Misal teri jawab tera Or tu sab se awal Tu sab se Tu sab se awal Tu sab se Mila hai husne dawam tujko Umr lakho baras ki teri Umr lakho baras ki teri Magar hai taza shabab tera Tu shahe khuba, tu jane jana Hai chehra ummul kitab tera Thank you so much, uh, Brother Abdullah Muhammad, for that. Um, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thanks. I wish you had a translation at the end, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, it, it was a, it was a, can you just two quick words about what it was so that people who don't know Urdu can understand? Uh, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't hear you properly before. Uh, I was just saying it was absolutely beautiful, and I know it was in Urdu. So just for people who don't understand Urdu, can you just very quickly, maybe you know, two seconds, say what it was with okay. so much feeling and emotion with it? Right. So it was uh, for Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. 
right? And it, it meant, you know, it wasn't for the praises for him that, you know, how he is uh, basically imitation of Quran, right? He is, he, whatever he does is basically Quran. He himself is Quran and it was his, all his praises, uh, you know, about how great of a person he was. So, yeah. Thank you. So basically, we should follow in his footsteps. Absolutely. Uh, always, always help others, always give charity. So absolutely. Thank, thank you so much for that. You're uh, most welcome. So um, as to moving on with our program, just in case you missed the phone number to give uh, 204-256-1347. I should know this by heart now. Uh, or give at miaonline.org. Um, so our youth is our future. That is the other uh, thing that MIA is a priority, that is a priority for MIA is our youth. And we're always uh, looking to encourage youth programming um, for, for tomorrow's leaders. And our virtual program also reflects that. I think there's going to be a game night soon. So please watch out for that. And there's always prizes up for grabs. So we're fortunate to have a youth leadership camp in August where we had a camp for younger kids and older kids. And I think we had about 60 people in, 60 kids in total. Uh, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, due to grants and the generosity uh, of um, many organizations, we were able to offer the camp for free so many, many people could attend. Um, joining us tonight is one of the youth counselors, Abdullahi uh, Bussari. So thank you so much and welcome. Um, uh, so Abdullah, he was born in Nigeria and moved to Winnipeg when he was seven, correct? Yeah. He's 16 year old, uh, has interests as computer science and medicine. He loves playing a variety of sports like basketball and football. So welcome. And how are you this evening? How's your family? I'm, I'm good. We're good. How are you? <laughs> Alhamdulillah. It's good to see you again after summer. It's been a long <laughs> time, right? Yeah. Um, so you are a younger person experiencing the pandemic in different ways. You can relate to how our youth are feeling. Um, so what has been your experience during this pan pandemic as, as a 16 year old, as a youth? Uh, it's actually been harder to get used to because like with school uh, being online half the time and then, you know, you're so used to like hanging out with people or like um, just seeing your friends every day. So it's just been like really interesting to see and kind of harder. And I'm sure like, for, I know for some people it's made school a lot harder because some people need to be like in school to learn better. But I think everyone's like getting through it or like figured out a way to manage. So you miss the social and the community aspect a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. And so the virtual, you know, uh, like the summer camp and the virtual meetings and everything that MIA hosts, uh, those opportunities, do, do you think those help? Oh uh, yeah, those do help. Um, because it's still like you might not be physically with someone, but um, it's still a way to communicate and be social and be part of the community. You know? um, so you worked uh, uh, over the summer uh, as a counselor. Uh, yeah. Can you tell us some of the challenges working under those restrictions and some of the best moments? Um, some of the challenges were just like maintaining social distance as best <laughs> as we could. <laughs> yeah, and then just making sure like everyone like mat no mask, don't get too close. But um honestly it was really fun um in the end. 
I think everyone enjoyed it. And then I think the kids enjoyed it. And then they would tell their friends how much fun they would have. And then their friends would sign up too, which made it more fun for them to have friends there. Right. Um, so I know for a fact that you would have uh, the camp ran in weekly segments, right? And then you would have one uh, pair, one amount of like, let's say one uh, group of kids for one week. And then the next week was full. They would be like, okay, can we volunteer? Because they wanted to. <laughs> so, yeah. so what are your thoughts? Like, um, what do you think uh, was it about the camp that the kids kept coming back to was it the leadership what is the programming uh, what were you guys providing that drew the young the youth to the camp um honestly i think it was just the i think main like one of the main reasons was because they were in quarantine before it so like it was a good way for them to like see people in real life but then also we provided a lot of like leadership and um just islamic like teaching but then we also since they were older, we let them tell us what they wanted to learn. And then we tried our best to put it in, like get, like teach it to them, you know? To get the programming going. Yeah. Um, so what uh, what do you look forward to most when these restrictions are lifted? Finally, inshallah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure actually, you know, um, maybe just normal school. Yeah. And yeah. and what what do you what lessons do you take from this um from this year and you know how does that help you maybe make decisions in life that you might not have thought of before? Um I one of the big thing I've learned this year is like um life like can hand out punches but you can always find a way to like deal with it, you know? Cuz like no one saw this coming, but yet we all found a way to like manage and find things. And then I also like learned that um, a lot of things can be done online. Like you don't have to like go in person for everything. So that that also <laughs> would make life a lot easier. Okay. Um, and then just to end with, I, I thank you so much for your time. But just as a aside, you know, like did you before you worked as a counselor, were you involved with MIA as a volunteer or anything before that? And I, if you were not, what do you think of the activities or the value that MI provides to the community? Uh, I was pretty much, I was pretty involved before I was a counselor. Um, and the activities and stuff, like, it's actually really good because they try their best to involve people as much as possible, which I find, like, I really appreciate and I think is really good. So thank you so much for your time. Any, you know, two-second thought of wisdom, <laughs> you know, jam? Um, <laughs> Donate, donate, donate. Thank you. <laughs> A good job there. Uh, thank you so much. She's mute. Sorry, am I mute still? No. No, I'm good. <laughs> Thanks for coming out tonight. Um, thank you for having me. Well, we hope to see you in future programs. You know, you now are committed. You're a volunteer for life now. <laughs> Sounds good. Take care. So programs such as these help keep our youth grounded and connected. We have more volunteers who work with youth. And I want to make a special shout out to Auntie Zaleka Mustafa. She is known for her dedication in youth programming. And she's been 
with the masjid doing youth work for the longest time. But in particular, up until the pandemic, she would run a program alongside with Sister Bayan and Sister Stakina, running sports nights for girls every Wednesday night. The girls I know personally, my daughter, misses you and the other girls miss you and your presence in the masjid. We'd also like to recognize Brother Nader Muhammad, who used to run the boys' basketball nights for youth. Looking forward to having my boys join with you when they reopen. I know Jad has grown substantially over the summer, so he has some height. I don't know if he has game, but inshallah, you can teach him. Uh, we'd like to give a special thanks to those who've reached out and donated tonight. Just so far, we have raised 15K. So mashallah, keep the calls coming. The number again for donation is 204-256-1347. And remember, you can e-transfer your donations at give at miaonline.org. And don't forget to visit our Facebook page to cast your bid for the silent auction. Again, like Tasneem mentioned, those treats are so good. Like I've had everything from every one of those businesses, and they're really a gem in the prairies. We want to support local businesses, but when we need help, they're ready to help us, MIA, and the community at large. So treat yourself to a New Year meal or sweets uh, and make a bid for tonight. So next up, we have poetry by three community youth in, and, inshallah, aspiring leaders of tomorrow, Dujan Kassas, Sena Al-Bakri, and Ikhat Chima. So Dujan is a high school student who loves to read, paint, and hike. Sana Al-Bakri is a high school student whose interests are books, puzzles, and poetry. And finally, Isra Chima is also a high school student um, who can often be found volunteering in the community at Eid Carnivals, Summer Camps, and Winnipeg Harvest. Welcome, ladies. We're going to start off with Dujan, inshallah, tonight. Assalamu uh, alaikum. New Year, New Year, to what do I owe the pleasure of meeting thee again? I saw you last year. You stood waiting to take my hand. And as the final hours of the day came to an end, you came closer and closer. I remember the feeling I had that day. It was a feeling of hope and excitement. Hope that this year would be better than the last, and excitement, because no matter what the year brought, it was going to be an adventure. Nevertheless, nevertheless, when you came and met me, I was excited and hopeful for what was to come. This year has been a challenging one. It started off bright and glowing, but pretty soon looked very bleak. So much change in such little time, but we adapted. It's in our nature. A lot of most of us saw our families more, which could be challenging at times, but then again, there were others who could not. There were others who had to say goodbye forever, and it was in those times where we held each other the closest. A lot of us took up new hobbies, filling the extra time with Shakespeare, buttercream topped cupcakes, and the sound of Beethoven. We all learned to be patient and to make great decisions not just for ourselves, but for everyone around us. And in that way, this year brought us closer together. Because now it's not just about us. It's about everyone we love, everyone close to us. We learned to be together without being together. We improvised, 
adapted, and overcame, whether it be behind masks, screens, or glass. We worked together and built bonds that made us all stronger. So New Year, New Year, as you walk towards me now with your glowing hand outstretched, I'm hopeful and excited because I know no matter what you bring, we'll see a glass half full. We'll make lemonade out of lemons. We'll turn sour into sweet. We'll work together, adapt, and overcome. So New Year, New Year, bring it on. Give us the bitter and the sweet. Give us the best and the worst of you. Don't take my hand anymore. For now, we will lead you. Thank you. Senna, you're on mute. Okay, we're just going to go to Isra until Senna uh, will figure out what's going on with Senna's audio. Assalamualaikum. Uh, I'm going to be reading a poem in Urdu and then I'll say the translation as well. Tehni pe kisi shajar ki tanha, bulbul tha koi udas betha. Perched on the branch of a tree was a nightingale sad and lonely. Kehta tha ki raat sar pe aai. The night has drawn near, he was thinking. I passed the day in flying around and feeding. How can I reach up to the nest? Darkness has enveloped everything. Hearing the nightingale wailing, a glow worm lurking nearby spoke thus. Hazir hu madad ko jano dil se, kira hu agar che me zarasa. With my heart and soul, I'm ready to help, though I'm only an insignificant insect. Kya gham hai jorat hai andheri, me ra me roshni karunga. Never mind if the night is dark, I shall shed light if the way is dark. Allah ne di hai mujko mishal, chamka ke mujhe diya banaya. God has bestowed a torch on me. He has given me a shining lamp. The good in the world are those ready to help others in need. Thank you. Thank you, Sra. Now on to Sena. Assalamu alaikum. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, fantastic. I will be saying a poem by the Palestinian poet uh, Mahmoud Darwish. I will be first saying it in Arabic and then I'll be doing the translation in English. وَأَنْتَ تُعِدُّ فُطُورَكَ فَكِّرْ بِغَيْرِكَ لَا تَنْسَقُوتَ الْحَمَامِ وَأَنْتَ تَخُوضُ حُرُوبَكَ فَكِّرْ بِغَيْرِكَ لَا تَنْسَى مَنْ يَطْلُبُونَ السَّلَامِ وأنت تسدد فاتورة الماء فكر بغيرك من يرضعون الغمام 
وأنت تعود إلى البيت وأنت تعود إلى البيت بيتك فكر بغيرك لا تنس شعب الخيام وأنت تنام وتحصي الكواكب فكر بغيرك ثمة من لم يجد حيزا للمنام وأنت تحرر نفسك بالاستعارات فكر بغيرك من فقدوا حقهم في الكلام وأنت تفكر بالآخرين البعيدين فكر بنفسك قل ليتني شمعة في الظلام While preparing your breakfast, think of others and do not forget the food of the doves. And while you are waging your wars, think of others, do not forget those seeking peace. And while you are paying your water bills, think of others, those who are nursed by the clouds. And while you are returning home to your home, think of others, those uh, do not forget the people of the tents. And as you sleep and you count the stars, think of others, those who have no space to sleep. And as you liberate yourself with metaphors, think of others, those who have lost the right to speak. And as you think of people far away, think of yourself and say, I wish I was a candle in the dark. Thank you. was absolutely beautiful. I, I love when young people, even uh, our youth counselor and Dujan and Sana and Isra, there's so much hope in their messages. Don't you think, Alia? Yes, absolutely. And so proud of all three of them. And um, the messages are so wonderful. It's, um, you know, we will take this pandemic standing up, we will not be, uh, you know, we will not be put down by it. Uh, and then Isra's message of uh, people who help are the best kind of people. And Sana's message is always to think about other people uh, with what blessings you have. Um, so, you know, ladies, what makes, let's ask them, what makes them so positive? Um, I think they're all mute. And I, guess, I guess I'll start. What makes me positive? Just knowing that whatever comes at us, we can move on, we can uh, persevere. And uh, as we work together, and as and we're always working together, that will help us make a better future for ourselves and for everyone. everyone. So that's what really gives me hope. Um, Isra, do you want to go next? What gives you hope? Um, what gives me hope is just knowing that whatever happens, I still have my family and my friends that will always be there to help me just get through anything. Alhamdulillah. And Dujan, what gives you hope? You're mute. Uh, I think it's, sorry about that. I think it's more of a, it's the way you look at things. So if you look at things through like a positive outlook, then I think you, like if you see the brighter side of things, then you will, yeah, you it gives you hope all the time. Thank you so much, ladies. That was absolutely beautiful. Um, and you know what gives me hope, Alia, is uh, just my faith and knowing that um, I, I'm just a small part in a big in in the big picture. And you know, I, I'm just part of the community, and the community helps, and the community volunteers, and the community donates, and they're always there to support each other. What gives you hope? Absolutely, I think what gives me hope is. Everything the girls said and more, the idea that, you know, when you might feel down and you feel low about 
you know, the uncertainty of the future, you, there's always a reminder that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending to us that, you know, we have people around us. And I think connection is so important, being with friends and family, even if we can't physically be together, picking up the phone, sending a message, saying, I miss you, and I look forward to the day that we can see each other again, really gives me hope that we're going to be okay, because it's that thoughtfulness that that's that's really instrumental in our community. Um, and food gives me hope too. So maybe you want to run down our um, silent auction items yes. before we go to our next guest. Yes, let's talk about that. Um, so if you haven't already participated and gone to our Facebook page, we're really excited about these yummy treats that are there. Sunma cakes are divine. They're beautiful. They're there for any special occasions. She does other pastries too, but I think it's really phenomenal what she's offering tonight. A hundred dollar cake. It's the value of a hundred dollar cake, nine inch cake. You're going to see them right now on the screen and they're really great um, surprise and gift to somebody in the new year. So sweeten up your new, new year with a tasty treat. Now, Tamara Dates is the other tasty uh, gift that you can bid on. Again, value of $50. I personally have one at home right now. I It's my guilty pleasure in the morning with my coffee. And um, one is not enough. Like I tell myself I'm only going to have one of these cake pops and that's it. But I, I always cheat. I probably have three and four and I'm hiding it from my kids. So it's something to indulge in and really gift somebody uh, with it. The other prizes are food related, really honestly. The other one is called Noir's Kitchen. So if you wanna taste Arabic food, but in particular Syrian food, this is the woman you go to. Her attention to detail, taste, flavors is phenomenal. And anything on her menu, I can't even recommend one good thing. They're all amazing. So place a bid. If you want to try Arabic food, especially Syrian food, she is the woman you go to. Um, and the next one is the Pakistani hot barbecue grill. Seriously, fresh on butter. Come on. Who doesn't want that for night? Um, so instead of cooking uh, for the night, treat your family yourself to any one of these prizes. Please go to the Facebook page, pledge your donation. The, the pledges or the bidding will be open till midnight and we'll announce the winner there and we'll reach out to you on how you can take your prize. That was uh, absolutely, I'm, I'm hungry now. <laughs> so you should have brought those dates to share, but it's okay. Um, let's move on to our next guest before we get even more hungry. Um, our next guest is, uh, again, a very well-known um, member of the community, their family. Um, so uh, Ramsey, his family is known for their generosity, for their service to the community. And uh, his father, Haj Wajhizid, uh, is a community elder and businessman. He's respected and loved by everybody. And um, again, um, you know, they own the business food fair, I think, on Maryland. Is that correct? Um, and so let me welcome Brother Ramsey. He has helped uh, with uh, our food hamper program with MIA and also had helped us with our um, uh, 
Eid gift goodie bags. So, assalamu alaikum and welcome, Brother Ramsey. How are you and the family doing? Walaikum assalam. Uh, everywhere as well. Alhamdulillah. Thank you very much. Um, so, you were instrumental in our food hamper program. Can you share how you got involved and, more importantly, why do you think it was important to get involved? Um, I don't think it was just me. I think it, it was a group effort. Um, we got involved, uh, I think uh, you initially approached us or uh, Osad approached us and told us what was going on and you know we were honored to, uh, to help out. Um, it, it really does take a community. There are so many people out there that are less fortunate that can use the help and it's just, it, it, we're fortunate enough that we are able to help out. So it's, I think it's our duty to help out whenever we can. Even if it's just you know providing your time, which is probably the the most valuable thing you can with help with is is time because you can never get that back. So, uh, so um, you know, uh, we distributed hampers all over the city, right? We collaborated with uh, other uh, um, organizations, not just Muslim organizations, other uh, organizations, and we were handing out hampers. Do you have an idea maybe of how many hampers we did? I think we started in Ramadan and we went all the way through Eid and then we are going, mm -hmm. we have started again. So hopefully we'll get that in motion. But um, do you have any idea? I think we did it every week, correct? We did it every week and... It was a minimum, I think, 150 a week, I think. I mean, I, I could be wrong with those numbers, but it was quite a bit every week. Um, Alhamdulillah, and, it was amazing. Alhamdulillah. And so the logistics of doing 150 hampers every week in different parts of the city, uh, what was that like? How were the hampers made? How were they distributed? What were challenges that you faced? And what have you learned? Like, So next year, inshallah, Ramadan coming soon, what would make it go smoother? Um, probably getting more people to help out. I know um, my uh, my wife and my children and my nieces and nephews, when they heard about what was going on, they were all wanting to help out. They all came in and they just, it, you know what, it brought everybody together, right. which, is, which was amazing. So, um, Absolutely. Um, it, a community, nothing like volunteering to bringing the family together, correct? Definitely, exactly. Yes, and uh, we're we're so privileged that uh, Alhamdulillah we have so much that we can share, and then just our, our our youth knowing that we should be sharing and us trying to set an example, right? Right, exactly. And during uh, Ramadan, what a time to do it! Yes, absolutely. Um, so, what are your hopes and plans for the upcoming year? Like, uh, what what do you guys have uh, planned? Um, well, there's so much actually. Uh, hopefully to help out more and to give more and to, to get involved more. Um, and you know what, just to, to get, to see the community come together. I, hopefully we can do that more often because it's, it's such a, a great feeling seeing everybody come together and, and work together to help out everyone. So we, we did the food hampers, right? Uh, and then we also did, I remember the call for the eat goodie bags. <laughs> Those were fun. So uh, what what was the difference between the hampers and the goodie bags? One was fun, but both were needed. Um, both were loved by, you know, the kids loved getting the goodie bags, like the of smiles course. on their faces. Yeah. So sure. what um, what inspires you to give so much to the community? Um, is it coming from family? Is it something you see a need for? And how, how do you uh, inspire others? Uh, well, First and foremost, it does come from my family, from my father. He uh, came from you know a very small village in Palestine. Um, really, they didn't have very much, and um, so through the years, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave him. So 
he gives back to the community that because he was less fortunate. He just wants to see other people, you know, have what he didn't. So that really uh, sits deep within me and my family. So, um, and, and seeing a lot of other people in the community help out, you know, it, it, you have no choice. You just kind of unknowingly get up and help because so many other people do. Okay. Jazakala, thank you so much for your time and your volunteering and obviously just uh, helping out with getting uh, the logistics of getting everything together. Um, thank, you for allowing thank you very much. And just uh, so you guys know, um, if you want to donate, the lines are still open, 204-256-1347, and you can e-transfer at give at miaonline.org. Uh, you can also definitely build bid on the silent auction. Please be generous. Um, so when you build on the silent auction, you're not just donating to the masjid, helping the community with all the various programs. You're also getting treats. You can't beat that. Right, Alia? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just a little bit of an update. We're $2,000 away from our goal. So I have so much confidence in all of you to pick up the phone, call, donate, make 20, the end of 2020 something for our community to be proud of. Alhamdulillah, we are so much, there's so much to be proud of so far, but let's begin 2021 with a strong start. So pick up the call, uh, pick up your phone, make that call. Like Tasneem said, um, operators are waiting for your call, inshallah. And again, like she said, those treats are there for you to, for the grabbing, make it a gift. Um, make a bid for one of the meals for the night and surprise someone you love in the new year with a dinner or a cake or yummy treats that go with her their coffee. So pick up the line, make a bid on your Facebook page. I know it's winter, so you can yeah. leave the treats outside away from your children because they will not go out. No, that's what we do in the prairies. <laughs> Time is about eating. Yeah, absolutely. And sheltering from the cold. So, yeah. Um, so, again, I appeal to the community. You have supported us generously, absolutely, yeah. through this past year. Please continue to support through the next year. Um, we want to continue our amazing programs. Now that we fine-tuned the whole virtual programming, the IT, trying to meet, get community updates on Zoom, inshallah, when the masajid are open, we will be ready. Um, there is a lot of renovations that we went through. Our funeral facility was built, alhamdulillah. So there are new projects that we want to start because, you know, as Amutasi said, the community is growing and we started with one masjid and now we have alhamdulillah i think seven masajid in the city alia yeah i think so and just to pick up on what tasneem said the masjid has been closed but mashallah with the donations that are coming in and the support of our very skilled volunteers a lot of renovations have been taking place so the women's um washroom has been a little bit uh fixed up the hallways painting. There's a lot of wonderful things happening. There, our masjids are waiting for everybody. So help keep this going and donate so that we can make further improvements and have a wonderful welcome back to our community masjids. Inshallah, in Ramadan. So you know, we're just a couple of months away from Ramadan. So start this year, train yourself so that when Ramadan comes, you're ready for boot camp to be good, to give of yourself, to help other people. This is where you start, absolutely, right? Absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, so uh, what do we have left for the program, Alia? So what we have left is uh, Sheikh Ammar. He is a from the Manitoba Islamic Association FIC Council. And we're happy to have him share last thoughts about wrapping up the year uh, and inshallah offer a dua as well. <coughs> and then we'll be, then we'll close with Ammu Tassi. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. How are you? Alhamdulillah, good. How's everyone? Everyone's good. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So I'll keep it short. I'll just uh, do the dua part and then I'll leave the rest to Hajj Abdul Tassi Khitamu Musk, inshallah. Inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allahumma laka alhamdu kama yambaghi li jalali wajhika wa li azimi sultanik. اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما كثيرا اللهم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك اللهم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك اللهم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك الحمد لله على كل نعمة ونستغفر الله من كل ذنب ونسأله من كل خير ونعوذ بالله من كل شر we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins and to shower Shahmar, are you there? Sorry, there was a bit of a glitch and technical. Are you there, Shahma? Uh yes. Okay, sorry, you cut off for a second there. Uh, so you can you hear me? Yes, now we can hear you. Okay. <clears throat> uh, did you hear me from the beginning? Yes, yes, we cut off midway. Okay. Allahumma ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qulubana ala dinik. اللهم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك الحمد لله على كل نعمة ونستغفر الله من كل ذنب ونسأله من كل خير ونعوذ به من كل شر We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins and to shower his mercy upon us We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among the people of the Jannah and to protect us from the hellfire We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us all that is good and to keep us away from all that is bad. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect this country and to keep everyone safe and strong. We ask... Thank you, Sheikh Ammar. I'm sorry that we're having some technical difficulties, but we're, right now we're going to pass it over to Ammo at al -Tasi.
Okay, I'm okay. It's okay now? Yes, Alhamdulillah. Okay. Um, it, it was a nice evening, and uh, I'm glad uh, we got reached, uh, what, 18,000, you said, right? Uh, we're 2,000 short, yes, Alia? Yeah. 2,000 yes. short? Yes. Okay, somebody will make it up, I think, inshallah, to, to, get, uh, to get that uh, to the 20,000. So it will be uh, somebody here. I'm going to ask somebody to see if we can do that. Much um, the the issue in uh, in in um, in our community, they all generous, but they they need to be uh, reminded. And inshallah, you know the, the we all, we're always going to remind them if it's not by uh, by Zoom or virtual, whatever they call it. I'm not familiar with uh, with all of these things. Took a long time for me to get uh, to get uh, this going, but um, Alhamdulillah, yani we are we are very happy. And I was uh, impressed very much with the daughters, the three of them, and uh, what uh, uh, Idris' uh, daughter, I think Idris' daughter, uh, said. You know, it could be a dua actually the share or the poem she said could be for the community in general to to uh, to everybody who uh, who uh, seeks and um, uh, help try to help others and to uh, to get the salam in our community and that's i think we need that we we have we all needed uh, a salam inshallah we all going to work on that bismillah ta'ala um, so I'm going to do a dua, inshallah, in Arabic. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allahumma inna wada'na fi kulli qalbin ma yishgilu fawda fi qulubana ma yishgulna bik wa awda fi al-sinitana ma yibdina ilayk. Allahumma inna nastaghfiruk istaghfaran yadhuru al-nufusu fi awrazihah wa nashhadu laka shahadatan fuhshtaru tahta nashhara tahta dhalalaha warzukna hamdan yamla'u al-mizan wa shakran yaziduna fi al-ihsan. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك اللهم إياك نعبد وإليك نسعى ونحفظ نرجو رحمتك ونخشى عتابك إن عذابك جد بالكفار We wish everybody and all the community and all the Muslims and in Winnipeg and outside of Winnipeg an entire world peace and harmony and health and happiness to all you to your loved ones and إن شاء الله the, the next year that 2021 uh, would be a, a happy and uh, as this uh, virus came down as I said earlier with his knowledge to lift it up with his mercy we uh, thank you all for having uh, me and with uh, with this program and الإنسان اللي في خسر إلا الذين آمنوا عن الصالحات وتواصلوا الحق وتواصلوا صرف الله العظيم وصرف رسوله الكريم نحن على ذلك من الشاهدين الشاكرين وآخر دعوانا أنا الحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته جزاك الله خير عمو Thank you for joining us tonight and giving us those words of wisdom, inspiration, and da. May the blessings on be on your family and with good health in the new year Thank you Thank you all. Thank you. Good night. Good night. I would like to also actually thank 
I would like to thank all the volunteers. I feel like I'm in the CBC studio. So <laughs> thank you to uh, Sajid, Asad, and Brother Amar on Absolutely. tech. And thank you to Sister Alia uh, for organizing and also Sister Sadia, who um, thank you so much for everybody who was, there was the staff, everybody, that they made this seem so effortless. And I love to talk, so I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> Bye everybody. Sorry. Have a wonderful new year, Tasneem. And have a wonderful new year to everyone tonight. Remember, the lines are still open. It doesn't stop after this. You can donate at givemiaonline.org. Be well, be safe, and see you, inshallah, in 2021. Assalamu alaikum.